0: God's amazing, isn't He? You know, sometimes when you're looking out at the world and you're seeing things that are going on and you're shaking your head like this, what you should just say is, God, you're amazing. Because He loved you when somebody was shaking their head at you. <laughs> he loved me when somebody was going, hmm, that Dave. Whew! Right? He's amazing. He, he is awesome. He is magnificent. He truly is a wonderful, wonderful God. And it's something we never want to forget. We serve the one true God, the good God, who, who loves us and gave His Son for us. We serve a magnificent Master. Amen? Glory to God. Well, open your Bibles to uh, Psalm 86. You know, we're still kind of looking at full-filled... Abundant. Once I get on a word, sometimes I get stuck for a while. Copious, right? Thank you, Lord. But you know, I, you, know you look at the world today, and, and you know, the Lord, it says in this verse that he's full of mercy. He's full of a lot of things, but mercy is one of the things in this verse. He's full of compassion also, yeah. right? He, he's, he actually says he's plenteous, plenteous in mercy. That means he's got more than we'll ever need. Amen? And, and you know, in the world today, mercy is fake at best because everybody wants justice. You notice that you notice that everybody wants to know who did it wrong, why they did it wrong, can we, can we make them stand out for doing it wrong, and who are we going to punish because somebody's got to be punished for doing it wrong. Now, aren't you glad that God didn't feel that way? That He went ahead and gave us a lamb, a perfect lamb and for, on our behalf so that we wouldn't have to stand up before men and be ashamed and be put to shame and be punished. Right? Because that's the world's version of love right now. We love this person so much that we've got to punish this person. We've got, we got to make this person look bad so this person will feel better. That's not love at all. God had a plan where everybody could feel good, right? Be good and, and operate in goodness. Amen? He had a plan. He was, he was plenched in mercy, so he had a plan to put all of Him in us. Oh, amen. Amen. Amen? amen? He said, I'm going to take me and put it in them. Praise Everything God. that He is, he, he wants us to be. You know, I had somebody the other day, they said, my dad's passed away. He passed away last year. About it's pretty close right now. And, uh, but somebody told me the other day, they said, when you moved like that, you look just like your dad. And you know what? I wasn't trying to look like him. That was my DNA. They say you walk like your dad. I'm not trying to. That's my DNA. When we begin to show love, when we begin to be full of the of the fullness of God and filled with the goodness of God and full of His mercy, then we won't have to act like we're merciful. We will be merciful. Amen? We will be the mercy of God. We will be the goodness of God. We will actually... It will be our DNA. you know. And, and so then, then you don't have to make people see it. You can't be merciful to get something, no. right? Because that wouldn't be mercy, right? That would be a trade. Mercy is a free gift from God. It's free. He gave it to us through Jesus Christ. So it cost a lot for that free gift. Greatest price ever paid for a free gift. Yeah. Amen. And, and, and that mercy is ours first for us and then to be filled with. To be full of that mercy. You know, it says says in James that the wisdom of God is full of mercy. The wisdom that's from above. Amen? It's full of mercy. And so if that wisdom is in you, which is one of the prayers that's prayed in the Colossians, that he prayed that we'd be full of spiritual wisdom. Amen? That's above wisdom. And to be full of this wisdom is to put us in a place, and to be full of this mercy, I mean, is to put us in a place where we can react to things rightly. It makes mercy makes you aware of someone else. Amen. It'll always make you aware of what's going on in someone else's life. It doesn't demand justice. It doesn't demand that someone be judged. It does seek justness. Amen? It does like everybody to be okay. And so it w- love is the only thing that can make everything okay. It can. It literally can. And the mercy of God is, is available to everyone. Yeah. There's not one person, like, like the person that you want judged, God wants mercy. Yes. <laughs> right. You want them judged, God wants them to have mercy. Yeah. Judge them in mercy. Right? Because then you're seeking their good and not your good. The minute you judge for your good, you're out of mercy. Right? And so, you know, we even got churches today and other ministries talking bad about other ministries. You know, how many people got saved at the ministry you're talking bad about? Right? I mean, you don't want to do that. You do not want to do that. You don't want to talk bad about one denomination or another denomination because they don't believe this or we believe that. You know that's a bunch of stuff we need to stay out of. Amen. Because when you get into that, know what you believe and live it. Amen. Right? If it's in this book and you know it, live it. Yeah. That doesn't. You don't. Everybody around you doesn't have to live it with you. Right. Amen? Amen. It. it <laughs> We, we want everybody to know at least the little we know. Amen? Because what we do know is that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you can be saved. Right? And it doesn't say unless you're this denomination or unless you go to church here or unless... There's no unless there. So wherever you got saved, you got saved. I don't care if it was the bathroom at a bus stop, you got saved. And probably just as many people got saved in places like that than in churches. Amen? It is not time to judge one another. It's never time, by the way, to judge one another. It is time to not judge, but to show mercy. Amen? Where did I tell you to start at? Haven't even got into a scripture yet, have we? Psalm 86, verse 15. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We have the DNA of God running through, through us, through Jesus Christ. Amen. He shed his blood for us, and we have the very life of God in us. But thou, O Lord, art good. Or, I'm sorry. Art a God, full of compassion. See now, don't lose that word "full" because it goes in the front of every one of these. Full of compassion, full of graciousness, full of long suffering, and you're plenteous. I like to say plentius. All <laughs> right, that's that's the Ozarks way to say Plentious. plenteous. You're plen- you have A lot of mercy and truth. Amen? And and, and a lot is more than you'll ever need. It's it's an abundance. That would be a superfluous amount. They would say it's completely not necessary to have this much mercy. But God goes ahead and He says, Well, I'll tell you what, I'll have mercy. I'll I'll put a clock on it. Everlasting to everlasting. There you go. That's how long my mercy is going to last. From everlasting to everlasting. I'll just keep it going that long and then I'll stop. Wonder when that stops. Never, ever. Glory to God. Aren't you thankful that not only is His mercy everlasting, the mercy you have in you through the Holy Spirit is just like it. Our choice to walk in it is up to us. It's just like your choice to walk in healing, your choice to walk in peace. Your choice to operate in these qualities and characteristics of your Father are up to you. We can forgive, which is an act of mercy, just like God forgave us. Amen? The same act of mercy that saved you saves everyone. Amen? And the same grace, the favor of God that's in your life, that heals you, that delivers you, that keeps you, right, is the same grace that goes to everybody. It's the same gift. Amen? And and as we operate in those, and, and we operate through those, other people see mercy. They are shown mercy. Why? Because everywhere you go, you begin to see things different. You're aware. Mercy makes you aware of other people. Why? Because it's the love of God. Amen? You may see somebody... And, and, and your heart goes out to them. Why? You don't know what they're going through, but you know your heart goes out to them. You may be sitting in your office, and for some reason somebody comes up on your heart. That's the mercy of God. Amen. That's the love of Jesus reaching out for someone through you. Why? Because you love them. You love them so God could work through you to help them. Amen? Amen? And when, when, when he's able to do that, he's able to change lives. He's able to, to take us to levels that we hadn't been. Why? Because he'll put you in situations where mercy can be shown to others in, in, in multiple situations and change whatever's going on in their life. Mercy healing one person, saving another person. It's, it's, it's a healing a relationship here. It, it's the mercy of God. It's, it doesn't stop. Amen. If, you, if we'll allow it to work through us, it will work in others. Amen. And we got to be filled with it though. God's full of; it. He has plenty of it. That means you got plenty of it, yeah. right? He could give everybody in this room full mercy, superfluous mercy, <laughs> till you till you got so much that you don't think you in the, you're going to have you're going to have excess that's wasted, right? And He'd still have plenteous mercy. Why? Because everlasting is never going to stop. Amen? Look at Ephesians 2. Verse 3. I'm sorry, verse 4. That's talking about, about us of old. You know, you do need, in verse 3, it's talking about who you once were. You were somebody that lived in your flesh. You fulfilled the desires of your flesh. And But even when you were doing that, God was still desiring to have mercy. He, he was still showing you mercy. Actually, before you ever were born to do that, Amen. He, he displayed His mercy and put it out there through Jesus Christ. Amen? It says, but God, who is rich in mercy... For His great love. What's His rich in mercy? Why? Because of His great love. Because when you got that much love, mercy is born out of love. So when you're full of the love of God, mercy will come forth. Love is God. Mercy is a characteristic of love. Amen? It, it's part of the DNA. It's how He walks. And they say, oh, you walk just like your dad. Yeah, mercy. That's how I walk. Right? I'm full of compassion. You see, just like God, yeah, that's exactly how I see. Sure. Amen? Amen. And and you know that's that's where it says, but God, who's rich in mercy, for His great love wherewith He loved us. That word, rich, there, copious. Huh? Yeah. Same word. He's copious in mercy. He's he's got it. He's got more than you're ever gonna need, ever gonna want. He's he's going when you think it's wasted, he'll just give it. He'll give you more to use. Glory to God. Verse, verse five. Even when we, me and you, even when we were dead in sins, God loved us. He loved you before the foundation of the world. He, he, Christ was slain. The Lamb was slain before you were ever here. He, and He was loving you before you were born. Amen. 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 He was having mercy on us. Before we were ever in existence, this is pre-mercy. Right? We're gonna put, I'm gonna put some mercy in place, cause every person that's ever born in this world is going to require it. And so I'm gonna put it in place through Christ, and even when they're dead in their sins, I can quicken them together through Christ. Amen? I can quicken them together with Christ, I'm sorry. And then it says, by grace, you are saved. Word saved means healed, delivered, prospered, Whatever it, the word "saved" is, all-encompassing of of the of the characteristic and the things that God gave us through this grace, and they're to be received by faith. Amen. Amen. A few verses later, it's going to say, "You're saved by grace through faith." Amen. Amen. And so, but 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 he, his richness, the richness of his mercy, the, the the vastness, and see, these are the things that, as I'm looking at. Full. As I'm looking at abundant and superabundant and superfluous and copiousness, as I'm looking at those, I I look at every verse and I say, He's rich in mercy. In other words, the vastness of His mercy is greater than you can comprehend, but yet you can still comprehend it if you will. Because you comprehend it in your spirit. In your spirit, you can grab hold of all things. You have the mind of Christ, right? We 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 can understand everything about God if we want to, right? But you can't mix in the world and understand God, right? It's kind of like it says in James: you can't have sweet water or salt water and fresh water, right? You can't if you put salt water and fresh water, it's gonna be salt water, right? If you had if you had blue water and red water and you put them together, you'd have purple water. Right? Yeah. It doesn't matter how much red water. You you can't add enough blue to red to make it red. All you did was corrupt the red water or the blue water, whichever was the good water. Amen? And if it was yellow and yellow and red, it made orange. We're getting our primary colors and our secondary co- Look at When you're a professor, you know these things. Huh, <laughs> glory to God, thank you lord but but the things that God gives us, we must use the way He says to use them. You can't have mercy and use it on your terms, right? you can't that's what you can't have fresh water and salt water. in other words, you can't say well i'm I'm going to do mercy today, but I don't know about them. I'll wait till tomorrow and decide. You, we have to decide we're going to be merciful. Amen. Because it, it, it's not something that you just come and go with. You become merciful. And you stay merciful. I'm not saying you won't wake up one day and maybe not feel like being merciful. But then you can be merciful to yourself real quick and say, Boy, I forgive me for being an idiot. Lord, I receive your mercy and, and I'm going to walk in it today. Thank you for waking me up. Amen? I mean, because if if you choose, or if I choose, at any point not to walk in this love, or to walk away from the good things of God, then then God's not gonna—he's not gonna look at you and say, "They're just not gonna make it." He's still gonna leave leave it right there for you, right there for you. He's never gonna pull it away. He's never gonna say, "Now they've gone." You know when it's too late for mercy? The rich man found out. He went to to Father Abraham and he said, "Could you?" have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip his finger, that's when it's too late for mercy. Right? So don't leave here without receiving mercy and leave the world. That's what I'm saying. Because that's when you're too late for mercy. When, as long as we're here, it's never too late for mercy. Amen? Amen? I mean, when Peter sunk, did Jesus say, you made your bed, lie in it. No, why? Because... He's, he is the Son of God. He's full of mercy and love, and he reached down because he was asked for salvation, for saving. and he was raised up. And any anytime, no matter how bad you've fallen, no matter how far you've gotten away, all you have to do is call. And you'll feel a hand reach down and pull you up. Glory to God. He's a good God. He's a merciful God. And that mercy is in us. And he said, love people the way I love people. He said, what thank is it if you love those that love you? He said, don't even the publicans and sinners do that? Yeah. Watch them talk on the TV all day. They love the people who love them. They hate the people that don't love them. Right? And I don't care what channel you watch. It's a love-hate thing. Why? Because they don't know what love really is. Because what they're doing is divisive and devilish. It's not wisdom of God. It's not wisdom from above. It is not full of mercy, easy to be entreated. Amen? Amen. It is difficult and impossible because it's not real love. Every time you think you got a hold of it, it's going to go like that. Because you're never going to be good enough. Even the people who thought they were good enough aren't good enough anymore, right? Because the people who want justice and judgment, right? I got to know who did this, why they did it, and what we can make them pay for doing it. You know, I had somebody text me the other day, and they said, and the text said, why didn't this get like this? And I, so I sat back for a minute, and I thought about it, I texted back. I said, because people are in the earth, and we all need mercy and God's love to get through every day. And sometimes we miss it. So let's just have mercy. And that was my whole answer. Never got an answer back from that. <laughs> sometimes sometimes we don't like truth. Right? We like our truth. <laughs> they want my truth. <clears throat> Your truth will not make you free. <laughs> God's real truth, the truth, will make you free. Amen? Glory to God. Luke 6. And this is where he talks about, you know, don't just love on your level. Love on God's level. Love, love those who despitefully use you. Pray for those. And he's talking about being like God. And how can you be like God if you don't have the essence of God in you? Amen? You're reborn spirit. When you're born again, you're born again to love. Because you're born again as love, you're a child of love. Therefore, you are love, yes. and everything that love could do, you can now do. Yes. Amen. Yes. Everything, everything that we that God will do. And if you look, you know, you want to see a picture of God. Look at Jesus. Look how he reacted in every situation. He reacted in perfect love. People say, "Well, what about when he drove out the money changers?" Perfect love. They were stealing people's uh, sacrifices. Amen? Perfect love. I mean, if you, how many's got kids in here? Does it make you mad when somebody tries to steal from them and beat them up? Take away something that you gave them for free? That's that's what made Jesus mad. But what made Jesus mad was when people who should have known how to love didn't love. And, And if you want to get him mad at you. For just a moment, he'll forgive you. He's merciful. Amen? <laughs> Steer people the wrong way. Remember what he said. He said, it's bad for you to, to not obey the law, but it's worse that you teach, that you don't do it, and you teach others not to do it. Right? And, and so what he's saying is, show people the right thing. Live the right way and show people the right way. Amen? And and if we do that through God, we can we can make a difference everywhere we go in everything that we do. In Luke six thirty-five, he says, Love but love your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great, and you shall be children of the highest. What's he saying? He's saying, You'll act like me because you'll be me. You'll you'll be my kids. You'll be, you'll be the love of God in the earth. You'll be the goodness of God in the earth. He says, you'll be children. Why? Because this is how he is. He's kind to the unthankful. What's that, your enemies? Yep. Right? He's kind to the unthankful and to the evil. He's, he reigns on the just and the unjust. God's kind. You know, he's big enough that if he said, here's my kids, well, we know he did it because he did it in Goshen. Right? <laughs> in Goshen, he distinguished between his children. And there, but God reigns on everybody, right? He gives good things to everybody. They may never receive it, but the mercy of God, the earth, it says in Psalms, the earth is full of his mercy. And if the, if the earth is full of his mercy, there are good things going on every day that people will never acknowledge, including his own people. Every day when you wake up and take a breath, the mercy of God was helping you. Yes. Yes. Because you don't even know what's in this air right now. Right? <laughs> you, you don't know. And, and you walk, when we walk down the street oblivious, we've gone to places we should never be and come through them unscathed and didn't even know. Right? Ignorantly. You, there's just things you do ignorantly that the mercy of God is covering you and me. I mean, do you guys ever do anything without thought? Right? Sometimes I just do. You know, and I just walk out my door and, you know, I'm like an old hound dog. There's a sniff. See which way the wind's going and we go that way. <laughs> That's not being led. That, <laughs> right? That's not even trying to hear from God. And sometimes you end up in the wrong place doing the wrong thing. Amen? Amen? And when you do that, you're getting the mercy of God. If you, if, if you get through... And you look back, have you ever gotten through something like that and said, man, that was hard. You better be thankful the mercy of God was helping you. Right. Amen. You want to know how hard it would have been without it? He's a good God. Amen? Love your enemies. Love your enemies. Do good and lend, hoping for nothing again. That means you'd have to give somebody something and not expect anything back. You're not just talking about money. Give something and don't expect anything back. You could do that with mercy. You could do that with love. Amen? He said, and your reward will be great, and you shall be children of the highest, for he's kind to the unthankful. He's kind. That is, that is, that is a, a a word that is so small that is so big. The Lord is kind. You know, people, people say, well, he can be mean. No, he's kind. Right? Yeah, he, he's not cruel to be kind. That's that's not a verse. It's an old song, right? Old '80s song. And it's not the right measure. <laughs> you don't want it. You don't want cruel to be kind. You want kind to be kind. And he's kind. Amen. And then he says. Be ye therefore merciful. Why does he say be ye therefore? He's still talking about loving your enemies because you can't love them unless you're full of mercy. You can't love them unless you are merciful. He didn't say act merciful. He didn't say, you know, you see people that do act random acts of kindness. We're not doing random acts of kindness. We are kind. That word mercy means kind. Amen? We're not doing things by accident. We're doing things by DNA. We are the, the, the righteousness of God in Christ. We are the children of the Most High, and we have the abilities in us to do these things. We can walk and be merciful. Yeah. Amen? And, and that's what he's saying. he's saying. He said, be ye therefore merciful as your Father also is merciful. Now he's going to keep going. He's going to tell you how his Father's merciful. He's gonna say, just just act like he's talking to you. And said, Ed, be merciful, just like me. Don't judge, Ed. Don't judge, because mercy doesn't judge. Amen. Amen. Mercy doesn't judge. Don't judge, and you can't be judged. You won't be judged. Amen. And 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 be merciful and condemn not. See, be merciful and condemn be merciful and judge not be merciful why and and forgive because forgiveness is the highest act of mercy it is the highest form of love it is what saved you and me it took away sin It, it took away the enemy's right to you amen and it puts you in a place to receive from the father on a regular basis what are you receiving Right, not just, not just you're saved and you're going to heaven. You're receiving his goodness. You're receiving his mercy. You're receiving his love. You're receiving his abundance of all good things and the abilities of him. You can now, what's he saying? You've been forgiven. Now you forgive. Ed, forgive. Be merciful and forgive. And you'll be forgiven. And He goes through all that and then people think that He stopped. See, we've separated everything into verses. There's no, there's no, there's no verse there next. Right? Give. Let's see, it's part of all that. Be merciful and give. Be merciful and give and it will be given to you. Why would He stop in the whole thing that He's talking about? Because when we are full of His mercy... When we be merciful, then, then all these things, if, if you're being merciful, you won't judge. Why? Because you're being merciful. And if you do judge, you'll judge nicely. You'll find a way to bring them out and bring them to a different place. Amen? How many would like judgment with no mercy or judgment with mercy? Right? Like, that's like biscuits with no gravy. Right? No, it's not even that. That's too light. Yeah, judgment without mercy is not what, judgment is without mercy is what the people got that were on his other hand that he said, I knew you not. You didn't visit me in prison. You didn't clothe me when I was naked. You didn't do all these things. That's judgment without mercy because they had no mercy. Amen? But there was a group that, well, just look, that I've got those verses somewhere. We'll go to those and then we'll go to another verse. We don't need to go by the notes. We haven't done that yet in this series. <laughs> Matthew 25 Matthew 25, the first group had mercy. Amen. verse, verse 34. It says, "Then the king then, then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, "Come, ye blessed of my father, So my Jesus. Jesus saying, Come, ye blessed of my father." and inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Now, when when did we get mercy? When was that rich mercy given to us? Before the foundations of the world. Glory to God. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Next verse. For I was hungry, and you gave me meat. Mercy. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. Mercy. I was a stranger. And you gave me ner- mercy. Every one of these is mercy. Why? Because you had no other reason to do it except love. And that's what he's saying. He's saying when, you're, when your cause is love, when, when it's your motivation for doing all those things, because you know it was their motivation because at the end of it they said, when? When did we do this? They did, Why? Because they weren't doing it for extra credit. See, you can't stop at the side of the road and give somebody something so that the Lord sees you do it and and you can claim it later. Lord, I was merciful. No, he's going to say no. Now you weren't because you didn't do it to be merciful. You did it to get something. You don't love people to get something. You love people because you love people. That's it. You have mercy because you're merciful. Amen? We, we, we've gotten to this place to where everything we do has to have a, 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 something for it. It's, it's no different than people that want justice. We want justice. We did this, God. Can't we have this? We did this. I read, my, I read my scriptures every day. Shouldn't I be healed? You were already healed. He was never withholding it. He's never withheld a healing in His life. <laughs> in His life. In eternity. Right? This, this is what God is. It's what He does. He's not keeping things from us. And you can't get them by your works. You get Him by, by, by salvation. And by getting Him, you'll have all the stuff that works. And not, not that is works. That works. Mercy, mercy works. Why? Because it's in you. And it, and it does what mercy does. Love does what love does. Peace does what peace does. Joy does. The the characteristics, the qualities of love do what they do. Amen? Like if you're full of mercy, mercy is a pocket in love. And God fills that pocket with mercy. Peace is a pocket in love. And God fills you with peace. Amen? And joy and hope and faith. And these are all, they don't work without love. They are, they are all encompassed in love. In, in Colossians, he says, Clothe yourself. Wrap yourself in love. Take all these qualities, but wrap them in love. Amen? And, and that's, that's, what, that's the qualities that work. But, but these people said he, he said, he said, this is what you did. And they said, the righteous, and now, now he calls them the righteous. First, first he said, he said, um, your father, and now he's calling them the righteous. First, he says, he calls God their father. Now they are righteous. If God's your father, you're righteous. So I don't feel righteous. Go ahead. You can. Right? Because you are. Go ahead and feel righteous. Right? Not, not because you did anything, but because of what Jesus did. It would give him honor for you to be righteous. Because he paid a big price for you to be righteous. That didn't put you above anybody. That puts you at a place to help everybody. What what he did was he brought you up to a level where you could help someone. Not above anyone. Amen? And and so so at the end of it, he said, because you're... And they said, we didn't even know we did all this. He said, when, when did we see you a stranger? When did we see you naked or in clothed? When did we see you sick or in prison? When, when did we come to you? And he said, when you did it to the least. What, what's he saying? You did it to everybody you ever passed. You did it in the grocery store. You did it in the restaurant. You did it in your business. You did it at your work. You did it at your home. You did it. What, what's he saying? You did it. But you didn't notice you did it because it's who you were. Children of your father. Children of your Father and righteous ones. That's what we do. What did he say? You'll be kind to unthankful because you're the children of the Most High. You'll be merciful because he's your Father and he's merciful. We've got to put ourselves in him at all times. Don't get, don't get outside of your Father. Don't, get, don't, don't put yourself out of the family. Because when you put yourself out of the family, you're in trouble. But when you're in the family, you're in the the love of God, in the mercy of God, in the goodness of God, and all things are possible. Amen? And you can react and act to everything that's going on in your life and the lives around you in in the same way he would at that point. Amen? And, and And we can see things at a different level. Go to Luke. Luke 6. No, Luke. I'm sorry. Don't go to Maybe don't go to Luke. Second, hold one moment. Yeah, go to Luke, Luke ten. People say, "Well, you know, I can be merciful to some people, but some people it's just hard to be merciful." It's not when you're merciful, because you're not acting merciful. Mercifully, you are merciful. If you, if you, if you were mercy, you couldn't do anything except mercy, right? That's why he said, be mercy. He didn't say act mercy. He didn't say react mercy. He said, be mercy and you'll react. He said, be love and you'll react. Be peace and you'll react. You'll react out of what you're full of. And he wants to fill you with all the fullness of God. And these are parts of him. And they are who he is. Amen? Glory to God. Luke 10, verse 27. These are when the, the teachers of the law were questioning him. And they, they, they said, what's the greatest commandment? And he said, what is it? And so they answered him. They said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy strength, and all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto them, thou answered right, this do, and you shall live. Now you'd think that would make them happy right there. They knew the commandment, but it's obvious they weren't doing it. Because right? if you're doing it, you don't have to ask who's my neighbor. Right? You, you don't have to because because if you don't have to be justified to be merciful. You don't have to be justified to be merciful. You, you're merciful because you're justified. Amen? It, everything we are we are because we're justified not not to get justified because we're justified you can only be merciful because you're justified amen glory to god you guys cold or hot don't worry about me i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna sweat <laughs> cuz this preaching is man i'm i'm on fire The Lord's helping us. He's helping us. But he willing to justify himself said unto Jesus, and who is my neighbor? And who is my neighbor? Who's your neighbor? Who's, who's your neighbor? And, that, and that's, that, that's what you've got to look at because it, what's he saying? It's whoever you come in contact with. Amen? It's, it's whoever he puts you around. You can't be around everybody, but you can be merciful to those he puts you around. It's not your job to receive for them. It, don't be upset if they don't receive. But make sure it's there to receive. God, all, mercy is there and grace. Salvation is there every moment for anyone who wants it. All they have to do is receive. Amen? Amen. And Jesus answering this that A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. Obviously Jewish man, right? He's lived in Jerusalem. At Jer- Jericho, fell among thieves, which stripped him, stripped him of his raiment, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now, this is where you've got to start having mercy. Because as a faith person, the first thing you'd say was, well, he wasn't led. Mm-hmm. Huh? You, have you ever heard somebody's story and said, why'd they do that? The same reason you would have. That, see, when we start questioning that way, we're acting like we don't need mercy. We're, you're so smart, you would have gotten it without mercy, right? And, and you know what? At this time, he couldn't be led because he didn't have the Holy Spirit. This is, this is before Jesus ascended or descended. None of that had happened yet. So you can't say, be led, Right? But but there's too many times where we'll judge a situation. I remember when I first started helping the Moors and they, they would have me come in and sit when people were talking. They were talking to people, which they don't do a lot anymore because you guys are so good. But anyway, <laughs> see how I just flipped it right, right into mercy, right there. But I would listen sometimes and I'd say, I can't believe that. I, I can't believe they did that. And later on, God reminded me of some of those things because I found myself... Right on the edge of them. Right on the edge of them. Why? Because I had judged. I had judged. You can't judge. When somebody's going through something, it's not, decide, it's not time to say, I can't believe Did you hear what they did? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm not going to tell anybody, but you tell them. <laughs> I'll, I'll call just a few people that really need to pray. <laughs> right? Just Just some really good prayers that won't tell anybody right that's, that's a good thing not to tell because why mercy wouldn't yeah, that's right. amen mm-hmm. people who are full of mercy act mercifully yeah. and they don't they don't they don't put somebody out on display wow. amen love covers glory to God thank you Lord and, and because that's not the answer you know that's not, it's not he should have prayed he should have prayed more sometimes you just step out on the wrong foot. And you you know what? If anybody in here thinks you're going to get away without needing mercy for another day in your life, you're wrong. And I ain't judging you. I'm just telling you. We require the mercy of God. That's why it's new every day. Glory to God. And And we should be thankful for it. It's an abundant mercy. It's an exceedingly good mercy. And it keeps us. It says he he was left half dead. And by chance there came a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he looked at him. He saw him. He saw him. He saw he was half dead. He was too busy. This was beneath him. Beneath his office. Right? He's too busy. I'm too important. He was not important enough. For him to stop, What? He was, basically you can say he was judgment with no mercy. He judged the situation and showed no mercy. Amen? And, and there's too many times where even, even you know, in a pastoral run, we have to stop and look because just because the situation is something you haven't been in doesn't mean you couldn't be there. Just like him on the side of the road, you could have been the one that walked through just a little bit earlier. What what if he'd have been the man walked through just a little bit earlier and he was on the side, but because it didn't matter because this wasn't his neighbor. This wasn't his neighbor. So he didn't stop. He didn't stop. He was too busy. He was too righteous. He 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 was righteously and selfishly aware of himself. When you, when you become only self-aware, that, that's what sickness tries to do to people. It tries to make them only self-aware. Sickness is the most selfish thing in the world. It, it will try to make you only self-aware. If you ever think about it, when you're dealing with sickness, you're only thinking about yourself almost all the time. If you could ever get to a place in sickness or in prosperity or anything in your life when you're dealing with something that you're pushed to help others, you would quit dealing with something why because you can't love others and not and not be loved right when you're merciful you receive mercy when you when you don't judge you don't receive judgment when you love you receive love when you know that's but you you can't you you, want, you can't love unless you just love in other words you can't love to get something in other words i'm going to go do this so i can get my healing no you do this cuz you love them. amen and when we do those things, when we're, when we're moved to do things for others, then, then you'll find your stuff's always taken care of. Why? You put the kingdom of God first. The most important thing in the kingdom of God is others. That's it. Amen? Amen? And likewise, a Levite, an usher, a greeter, a parking lot person, a pew sitter, a note taker, a CD listener, amen this could be anybody anybody that goes to church could be a levite well levites help the priest you're a helper this could be anybody and people say well not me i would never you could you have the same ability it's very easy sometimes ah, i don't want to get involved in that Ooh. Ooh. You know, maybe you say, well, I don't have the money to deal with that. I don't have the stuff. I might as well just leave him there. He'd be better off to die than me to care for him. No. You know, sometimes, and, and I know I've told this story before, but I remember when I was teaching Bible studies, um, I, I would leave here in Branson and I would have to go clear to Nixa. And one time I'd left work and I'm driving and I'm late. and And, and this car breaks down in front of me on a two-lane road and a curve. And, I'm, uh, and I get upset. I don't think, no, i got to go teach a Bible study. What is wrong with Look, I need them gone. And, and, I, and I whipped around them and went on. I'm the Levite. They needed mercy, and I was too busy doing the work of God. When do you get so busy doing the work of God... That you can't be merciful. You're not doing any work for God at that point. Why? Because any work you have done is null and void because you're not walking in love. Amen. And, and these are things that you have to see. And you say, "I'm not going to do that anymore." I'm going to Actually, God arrested me. He "He, said, he says you're going to do that." And and I thought, "Oh my gosh, what did I just do?" And I turned around and it was to somebody that had already helped him, but I did turn around thank God, instead of just rushing off to teach that Bible study. Because people got to hear what this rude man just had to say. Right? People got to know. People got to know that people can't get in the way when you're trying to get a Bible study. Right? Glory to God. They should have helped. You're, you, that's what you are as a helper. You're, you're a Levite. You're a helper. And, and, and if you be merciful, you'll stop right there. And you'll say, what can I do? But he was too busy doing what he's supposed to be doing, and he didn't want to get involved. Right? Because what? This is work now. It, loving people is work. It's good work, but it's work. Sometimes you have to spend an hour with them on the phone. Sometimes you have to go get them and take them somewhere. Sometimes you have to visit them. Sometimes you have to give to them. Sometimes you have to use your resources to help them. Sometimes. Love just has to be love. It can't just be words. It's got to be action. Amen? Isn't that what it says in James after it talks about uh, showing, showing uh no mercy and get, uh, judgment without mercy. And then it talks about um, if you see your neighbor or you see your brother or sister neck, naked and without food. And you don't do anything. But you do say. The verse above all that says, "Do." it says speak and do as somebody who will be judged by the law of liberty. Speak and do as somebody who's being judged by mercy. didn't just say speak, it said speak and do. This, this person spoke, be warm and filled. How, how, how much do you think that helped? Now, now, don't get me wrong, it doesn't say, you know, a lot of people look at this and they say, well, yeah, there's a lot of people begging. It doesn't say they were begging, it said you found out that they were in need. You know, people take these things too far doesn't say they were begging for anything. It says that you found out they were in need. And you know what the Levite probably did when he passed by? He said, I'll tell the church they can take care of this. That's, That's not God. God put them in front of you was to tell the church. Yeah, but I only had 20 bucks and it was my tithe. Give it to them. It's God's money anyway. Right? I mean, this is people can we can find a thousand excuses. I used to find them all the time because, man, I didn't have enough money to get out of my driveway sometimes. And you'd see somebody that needed something. You're like, I got nothing. Give them some encouragement. You got that? Be merciful. Go up and see. God may give you a word that changes their life for that whole day, for that whole for their forever. But but love will stop. Love will stop. And, 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 you know, it's not enough to say, well, the, we'll get the church involved. <laughs> get, bring them to church. We'll get them saved. Right? And, and I'm not saying the church doesn't get involved in some of those things. But you've got to look at why did God put them in front of me because I'm merciful. Mercy would do something. It would react to the situation because that's what it does. Amen. And you may still send them to the church, but help them for the moment. Right? And I know I'm preaching to the choir, but you guys, you guys like it, right? Amen. Well, I'm not really preaching to the choir. I can turn around. <laughs> and there, there, I can preach to the choir, actually. <laughs> we better finish up. Glory to God. Levite passed by, but a certain Samaritan, somebody that had no reason, a Samaritan had absolutely zero reason to stop and help this man because this man was against him. He had no reason to stop and help this man, but there was one reason he did, mercy, mercy because that's what mercy does. He, He wasn't a Samaritan, he was a merciful person, right? You're not this, you're not that, you're a child of God. You are a child of love. You, are, you have the love of God, the Spirit of God dwelling in you. You have the ability at all times. And you know, that's what I like about this Samaritan. He had a mercy kit. He, he went... The Levite, it doesn't say he had wine and oil and bandages. It doesn't say he had a mule. It doesn't, they might have been walking. This guy had his own mule. It was... We, we all should have this. We should make it a point that we have a mercy kit. That we carry a mercy kit around. You know, one of the things you want in your is, is a God account. Yes, because your mercy kit is going to have to take them to the nearest hotel sometimes and drop them off and say, take care of them, and if you need any more, call me. Amen? Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean you go out and start finding people to put in hotels. <laughs> These things are, are leadings of the Lord. Yes. Amen? But at the same time, don't just pass by and say, well, there's a thousand jobs out there. Why don't they go get one? Judgment. You don't know why they didn't get one. Yeah. You don't know. You can't say you know. You need to be led. I, I now look at everybody I see and I say, Lord, I need to do something? I actually backed up the other day. I actually turned a big circle and came back around because I really felt like I did. And it was just, I'm not saying that happens very often, but right this instant I felt like I should. Amen? But we need to look at those situations and be aware of people. Not be aware of situations. Not be aware of how many jobs there are open. Not be be aware of people. Why? Because Jesus died for them. God loves them. And if God loves them, we love them. And if you don't love them, then you're not acting like or being like your father. Amen? And when we get to these places where, where God uses us like the Samaritan, when we've got our mercy kit, first aid, right? We've got everything we need to help somebody. You know, I remember at, uh, at the uh, Branson Victory campaign, somebody got a flat tire. I keep plugs in my truck, <laughs> mainly because I always got flat tires. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> well, I used to go to job sites all the time, so I got used to. Pulling out one and putting a plug, right? And I'm in a suit. Ben, Ben's there, though. I made him push it through because I'm trying to get it in a suit without getting the glue on me, right? But I had the ability. And if we think about things that way, if we think in mercy, if we be merciful, we'll think of things like this. He walked out his door mercifully. He walked out his door that morning thinking about more than himself, he had everything that, because he couldn't have bandaged himself if he'd have been half dead. He couldn't have poured oil and wine on his own. He he would have been half dead. He he walked out the door with his mercy kit, ready to help people, full of mercy. That's what God's that, that's what God wants us. That's what that's what He said. What it is it in, in Micah six? He said He said, I've shown you man what, what what's good, what what to do. I want you to act justly. Love mercy. Don't, don't just have mercy. Love mercy. Be, be kindly affectioned to mercy. In other words, mercy's your go-to. Mercy's your go-to. In other words, when something happens, you reach for mercy. You don't reach for judgment. You don't, you don't reach for, for condemnation. You don't reach for unforgiveness. You reach for mercy because you're going to wipe out all those other three. Amen? And, and, and it's your go-to, and that's what he's saying. He, said, he says, love mercy. Walk in mercy. Be full of mercy. Have the wisdom that's full of mercy. Don't, don't just have something to say. Have the right way to say it. You know, sometimes we say things and, and we think it's, it's right because we could receive it that way. But just because you could receive it that way doesn't mean I could receive it that way doesn't mean they could receive it that way. Everybody's at a different place in life. But godly wisdom will always show you how to say something in a way that people can receive it. So don't be so quick to speak that you miss God's words. Because those are the important words. Everything else in between there, all your filler, won't do anything. God's words will keep them. God's words will heal them. God's words will help them. Amen? Glory to God. And then he said... After all this he departed he said take care of him and then Jesus said which one of these was his neighbor which now of these three go go back yeah which now of these three thinkest thou was his neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves next verse he said he that showed mercy he that showed mercy it's real simple. That's what we're supposed to do. When it, it, says, it says to do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. It doesn't say do unto others as they've done unto you. Right? I think sometimes we think, you, see, you hear people say, well, I had to go through it. Why shouldn't they? Because did you like it? <laughs> if you didn't like it, why would you wish it on someone else? Yeah. Well, they got to learn somehow. Maybe they could learn without your hard head. Right? Maybe they could learn by somebody just telling them. You know, people say, well, teenagers, they're just going to have to learn it the hard way. That's not true. It's in the Bible. They can learn it without the hard way. Just because I was stupid doesn't mean other people have to make my mistakes. Amen? It's not a verse that says people just have to mess up until they learn. Amen? Glory to God. Who who was his neighbor? How many neighbors I got in here? Stand to your feet. Who wants to be a neighbor? (laughs) Would you be my neighbor? (laughs) He was a Christian. Good man of God. Amen? And he helped a lot of people. And his song was, Would You Be My Neighbor? Would You Be Mine? Could You Be Mine? (laughs) glory to god thank you lord i think that by the mercy of god and with the mercy of god we can change not only our church but we can change people outside we can go to places and and be merciful and be kind and be something other people aren't seeing we're not seeking justice We're, we're not looking for 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 you to be at fault we're looking for you to be blessed We're looking for you to come out on the good side. We're not trying to cheat you out of something or get something that we don't deserve. We're trying to give you something you don't deserve. Just like we got it when we didn't deserve it. Amen? Glory to God.